104.7's Ryan and Tanya. Get up with Ryan and Tanya. They're just like you, only much weirder. For a faulty joint replacement compensation claim, mej.com.au. Hit 104.7. We want your nicknames because we are going to tell you how you got that nickname. Maddie is having a great time. He's always so up and about in the morning. Like, I don't know how you're so alive. Every morning I come in with, like, half an eye opening and just always... Someone's got to be 10. Yeah, you're not Someone's wrong. Someone's got to be. All right, who do we have first, hey? All right, let's go. Adrian in Theodore. Uh, good morning, mate. Your dad's nickname is Pud? Yeah. Okay. All right. Pud, I'm just going to throw it out there. Just uh, started getting a little bit of a belly. Just <laughs> a little bit of Chrissy Pud around, uh, around the old tum-tum. Does and he very much choose to eat the chocolate pudding most nights? Yeah. Which was it? Which which one, Adrian? How did how did he get this nickname? Well, when he was a little boy, he was fat. Like, <laughs> he was really fat. So I think uh, people started calling him Pudding Guts. Yeah, and it just got abbreviated to Pud. Yeah. And he still gets called that, even though he's a full grown adult now. Yeah. Do you call him that, or do you call him Dad? Uh, I call him Dad, but other people call him Pud. That is so great. That is that's the best. My dad's nickname's Bubba. Why? Because he's the youngest of all of like of all of the, he's like siblings, right? And he's and, like sixty or whatever. Yeah. So now my dad's like fifty years old, and he still gets called by like my auntie's like, "Hey, Bubba." And oh, that's cute. Yeah, adorable. All right, Cole in Belconnen. You are Cole by day, Colin by night. Yeah, mate. Oh. All right. Are you? Oh. <laughs> are you just? Are you? Are you rocking? Is this like? Is Colin your like alter ego that comes out when like you've had a few drinks? You know, you just become. So it's like, oh, I'm Cole, and then you have a few, and it's just like, hello, I'm Colin. You just get a little bit serious. Well, quite possibly, like, I'll just be out with my mates, and I'll go, oh, yeah, it's Cole by day, and then Colin by night, and then next thing, my name will just change, and it all goes from there. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it's a real long nickname as well, like yeah, Colin not, by yeah, Night. No, yeah, Colin, oh, it's Colin by Night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after, after dark, my, my name changes. Oh, I yeah. have never been more confused <laughs> by a caller. <laughs> Cole, thanks loads. All right. Jenna in Ford, is it your last, is your nickname Little Chunks? Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, girl. You're you're a you're a spewer, aren't you? Actually, no. It's got nothing to do with what you think it'll be. No. Oh wait, no. Let me have another go then. Taylor, do you have anything? Uh, no, I was just all in on spewing. If yeah, I, yeah. Or, or do you like to cut things up, like so they're little? <gasps> like, are you really specific with the way you eat? No. Oh no. Um, it it actually came from my brother, so our. So my maiden name, our surname, uh, was similar to Chunks. So he was a big guy. They liked to call him Chunks. Uh, so me being the younger sister, little. I was little Chunks. Well, that's actually far more logical. Yeah. Both of us are like, oh, spewy. Yeah, oh, spewy, yeah. Yeah, and that's always what I get as well. Yeah, yeah. I bet you do. <laughs> but, but surely, had it, but surely like, that's like a really long nickname for you to be called, like Little Chunks. Surely people just call you by your real name, right? Well, at work and stuff, they do, yeah. Yeah, you can't yeah. see that. Works at my little chunks. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Taylor filling in for Ryan Tans. Uh, right now, though, 131060. What's the weirdest thing you've experienced in a massage parlour? I feel like every time I go in, 
And like I said before, Tay, I'm not going in like weekly, but every time I go in, something weird happens in the massage parlor. And I think it's because, you know, it's, you know, you're in part nudity. Yep. It's exposing. Yep. You're in close proximity to a stranger, very close and they're, proximity they're to They're touching a you as well. Yeah, like my mm. boyfriend Tom refuses to get massages. I don't get massages. He doesn't, want, doesn't want to be touched no. by a stranger. No. And I find that really interesting because I actually love being massaged. Like, but sometimes I feel like weird things happen to me in these places, and I want to know if I'm alone because they keep happening. And I think, is it me or is it just the massage industry? I don't know. All right, let's find out. Jess in Girling, hey, what's your weird massage happenance? Happenance. So I went and got a massage and. The lady was pregnant, and um, throughout the massage, her pregnant belly kept hitting my head and, like, all over my body. <laughs> and she realised that it was happening and kept apologising, but oh. it was it was an experience. <laughs> yeah, it's and everything in there is heightened, don't you reckon? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. However it normally would have been is always, like, a zillion times worse because, like, you can't talk and they're touching yeah. you. And, yeah. it's, and it's so silent. It's, so, yeah. it's painful. It's silent. silent. It's like, all right, just lay down relax, don't mind the belly, it's going to hit you a few times in the face. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. a little just a little nudge from a from a belly, that's not too bad. All right, Scott in Canberra. Hey, mate, what's your weird massage experience? So me and my wife go and get massages uh, once, a, once a month, as you do. Oh, very nice. nice. Um, yeah, very nice. Together. And um, so this one day that we went in there, the lady that was massaging me was using probably a bit too much excess oil, mm. but you think that's never a problem. And uh, as she went up back of my legs and I was on my stomach, and <laughs> she sort of just went up the crutch a little bit and just went under, mm. but she slipped <laughs> and her nose just went straight in back in my bum. <laughs> her no- her so nose. Awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and the awkward thing was we both started laughing yeah. straight after. And I couldn't help myself. My wife said to towards the end of it, the back end of the massage, and said, what was so funny? And I said, oh, you don't want to know. I'll tell you after. So after I told her, she's just in hysterics. So... Uh, my my favourite part of that was that you said the back end of the massage. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. 131060. We're asking the question, what little white lie did you believe when you were a kid? Isn't it funny how you're told these little things and then you stay with them? You can't get them out of your head. I think it's like it happens at a really fundamental developmental age and then it just stays with you. And even though you know the truth, it sticks with you. Like my mum said, I remember very trivially as a joke, she was like, oh, you know, if you eat the watermelon seeds, you'll grow a watermelon in your stomach. And as a result, like I frantically spit them out. And you know when they have the white seeds? I'm like, nah, nah, nah. You can't even have those. No, yeah. So we want to know what little white lies you believed. I had a friend who was telling his kid that he invented the microwave, (laughs) which is just going to cause so many problems because you didn't, like, it's like, oh, what does your dad do? Well, he invented the microwave, but now he's a brickie. Like, (laughs) like, how how does that work? What is the guy who invented the microwave doing? Um, I don't know. I think he was a scientist and he walked past some thing and his chocolate bar in his pocket melted is like the story that I remember. It's like in the 60s or 50s or something. God, you're full of rando we'll, facts. We'll look into that. Hey, Cass in Woden, help us out. What little white lie did you believe when you were a child? Okay, so when I was just a kid, my brother, who's about 10 years older, told me that boar water is made from pigs weeing in it. Okay, can I just say for a really long time, I did not know what boar water was either. <laughs> It wasn't until I was in my late teens that I worked out what it was. <laughs> so you, 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 you,
Yeah, he's a bit of a torment. Yeah, sounds like a legend also. Yeah, he's a good guy. Oh, that is one of the greats. Hey, Mandy in Curtin, what little white lie did you believe or what little white lie have you been telling your children? Mandy, hello. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, If you swallow chewy gum, it lasts seven years in your stomach. Okay. Is that... Is that true? Because I was told that too. I don't think it's true. (laughs) No, okay, sorry. (laughs) See, I told you. I think what happens is, Mandy, and I don't know. They just lie to you. Yes. Parents lie to you. Yes. Flat out lying. I thought there was a Santa cam in my house. It was like, you know, Santa's always watching this, a Santa cam. There's another one. The elves are always watching. Yeah, that one. And that one's kind of terrifying in a way as well. Yeah, like really terrifying. (laughs) Thanks, Mandy. Thanks, Mandy. I thought for a long time as well it was just like flat out illegal to have like that little light on near the... Like in your in your car, you know the rear vision because mum would just lose her mind any time that light went on when you were driving. Oh my god! The police and it's like that's what my parents said too. Yep. What the hell? Do they, I'm, do they all, I'm just do they... learning that this is not a thing. So when you turn on the lights, like at the front, so you can read or whatever, yeah. if, if it's dark, I seriously thought that was illegal until right now. Is it? Maybe it still is. Hey, Am- is Emily in Queanbeyan, what yeah. little white lie did you believe? Well, my, I have very curly hair that my mum used to brush it out and I used to cry because it hurt so much. And she used to tell me that if, she, if I didn't sit still and she didn't get all the knots out, those little knots would turn into little people and attack me when I was asleep. <laughs> okay. All right. Slightly terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's really terrifying. So even now when I brush my hair and I've got little knots, I'm like trying really hard to get it out. Not that I believe that that's what's going to happen, but, but, but God, that stuck hey, with me. Emily, it stays with you. Um, you don't want to take that risk either. Like, no. mum hasn't been right so far. But who knows? But who knows? It could happen. Yeah. But that's that's actually amazing, isn't it? Like, that's that's yeah. a really detailed one. That's really detailed. Yeah, pa- because pa- I used to cry so much because it was so painful when she, because my hair is really curly when she had to brush it out. And, of course, it knots everywhere. Mm. Just, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for that lifelong trauma, trauma. Trauma, yeah, trauma I yeah, know. Absolutely. It just, it's giving me some good ideas for parenting, by the way. Yeah. Flat out lie. Yeah, all right. Well, let's. I mean, right. yes, it'll give your kids issues, but you'll get your problem solved more immediately. <laughs> uh, in Richardson, Aaron, wrap this up for us. What little white lie did your parents tell you? Hey, guys. Um, so my one's really embarrassing. My dad had me convinced that because I had hair on my arms, I was turning into a horse. <laughs> <laughs> and because we watched Pinocchio and the kids turned into donkeys, he told me that if I wasn't well-behaved, that's where I was headed. So oh that's why I was growing hairs oh. every time I was being a little naughty. Yeah. How long did you learn that that was not going to happen? Like, how long did you believe that for? Up until I was 12, because Dad said that would be the reckoning. I'd wake up on my 12th birthday, and if I was naughty, I would be a horse. If I was well-behaved, I would stay a child. So I was really freaking out, yeah. The fact that your dad said it was the reckoning is so scary. Yep. Did did he used to just kind of mess with you as well and just be like, all right, well, for breakfast, we're all having eggs, but Erin, you're having some hay this morning. (laughs) Enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah, up until my birthday, like, he was uh, saying, like, oh, oats for Erin this morning because she's going to have to get used to it. So. Oh, wait, were you a yeah. naughty kid? Uh, not, not especially, <laughs> I don't <Nope>. think. <laughs> no, Dad was but, just like, mucking I around having a good time. Tip. Yeah, not after she yeah. learned to canter. <laughs> get up with Ryan and Tanya. Kid 104.7. New reality show coming.
and this one I think most people would be actually interested in watching because uh, it's a talent show, talent sort of reality show in the realm of like The Voice or The X Factor, okay. both of which have been axed. I was going to say because none of those are really going well at the moment. No, everyone's over them. Yep. This one I think is actually going to stick. Maybe. I'm, I'm keen on it. I don't know how you'll feel about this. Okay. But basically they're looking for the next pop star online. So, you know, in the realm of Justin Bieber. I think a lot of people forget Justin Bieber started on YouTube. He was 14 yeah. and got picked up and now look where he is. Troy Sivan was a YouTuber as yeah, well. Charlie Puth. Heaps um, of people have started what was the other? What's the other guy's name? Sean, Sean Mendes. No. I think he started doing Vines. That's no how he, way. he started making six second Holy covers crap. of something like in, on Vine. And then he's on, is it him or is it Charlie Puth? One of the two is on Ellen DeGeneres' record label. Oh, does she have a record label? She does. Fun fact. Yep. Anyway, Before I guess them. what they're trying to do is give people the opportunity to put their stuff out online and the TV show is going to, like, help them market it and, you know, learn how to film and edit and put stuff on on social, so I don't know if it'll be YouTube or, or Facebook, whatever, you know, however they're going to do it. And the winner will be defined by the amount of followers that they have at the end of the journey. You know, it might be 10 weeks or whatever, which is actually pretty cool because that way they'll actually be able to define who is cutting through and breaking through in real terms because they've got the engagement online. Yeah. So they're going to get a record deal with Sony, similar to the X Factor, you know, that finishes the, the deal is that they, they get uh, the signing with Sony so it'll be similar but all online which I think is really friggin exciting yeah I will be definitely be watching this show apparently it's going to be on channel 7 I don't know whether or not it's been signed off how far away it is but this is actually feels like a real opportunity here it almost seems like to me that they could have gone a full step further into like the future of probably what like TV is going to be and gone this whole thing is on YouTube yeah, and maybe they will do that. But like I don't know. Because I still need to fill a void, you know, what's going to yep. go in between seasons of The Block. <laughs> like, seriously. But I would be interested to hear all the backstage on social media, you know, yep. or the clicks and engagement and what this means and algorithms and, and whatnot. Like, that's interesting to me. And how they market a singer online is interesting to me. Yeah. So, I mean, stand by. I just think this is going to be more interesting than any other reality show that we've seen. But it does interest me to think, so, you know, if they, all these people, all these contestants, say, um, start Facebook pages or, or YouTube channels, right, the winner obviously wins and gets a contract, but what if one of them in a couple of years gets successful? Is the record label going to be like, well, we started you, we started the show, we need 20% or 80% or whatever it might be? I don't know. Well, they don't, I mean, I say always, but it has traditionally worked that if you don't win those kind of shows... Yeah, true. You, but this is different, like, though, because this is measured results. Um, it's, it's, it'll be very... In, when does it start? I don't it know. When it starts. Later in the year. Yeah. I'll keep an eye out for that bad boy. Yeah, it's going to be called uh, The Talent. That's wanky, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Get up with Ryan and Tanya. Hit 104.7. Ryan and Tanya have been thinking, and they want to know, is it a thing? All right, is it a thing? Are you ordering the hamburger from the McDonald's menu? There's, there's, like, why would they have it on the menu if no one orders it, though, Tan? I don't know. Great, great point. Now, if you don't know what the hamburger is, because I think people are in their car going, oh, hamburger, they've got a zillion. What's she talking about? It's the basic AF burger on the menu that's just bun, beef, sauce, 
God knows what else is on it, but that's basically it. It's it's a bare bones burger. Who is ordering that? And who who electively picks that over the other options? Who goes, mm, Angus, mm, nah, hamburger. No one is ordering that. <laughs> All right, Aaron in Latham, mate. Are you ordering the hamburger? Is this a thing? Yeah, sure am. Why, Aaron? It's a perfect little snack. But, I mean, the cheeseburger is like $5 more, five cents more. Like, get the cheesy. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes you, know, you can't eat the cheese. Why can't you eat the cheese? Because <laughs> I'm milk protein intolerant. Can I tell you, I very much doubt there is any milk or protein in that <laughs> cheese. Yeah, well, you tell that to my gut. All right, all, all right. right, yeah, all right. Aaron, I'll, I'll Aaron, take that, Aaron. Good gift good, from you. With a good point, all right. It's in Hume, Larry, mate, are you ordering the hamburger? Is this a thing? Oh, I'm ordering the hamburger every day. <laughs> why? See, and I told you this would be happening. No, Larry, mate, why? Because that menu is expensive. I'm coming from America. I love my dollar menu. And the only thing that's a dollar up there is the hamburger. I feel like we're just selling the hamburger at this point. <laughs> that's true. Because now I'm a, I know it's a dollar. I'm like, mm, maybe if I could get around dollar, it. <laughs> For, I got two bucks, mate. I could get two hamburgers right now. What are we doing here? I just disagree, Larry. Tell me you don't like cheese. Though. Like the only other thing I get by myself is the value box, twenty bucks. Okay, that's worth it. I eat all four burgers and that large fry. That, that's worth it if I'm really hungry. Yeah, good on you, Larry. But other than that, other than that, I'm gonna get the dollar burger. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna eat dinner with everybody else. Larry, that I is... I love you, Larry. What a legend. I disagree with your life choices, though. <laughs> Who the hell is getting a hamburger? In Banks, Ryan, are you ordering the hamburger? Is this a thing? Oh, yeah, it is. $1 for a hamburger. So everyone's ordering this because it's a buck, not because of its taste. It tastes just fine. Well, you got $5, what do you do? You go buy five hamburgers. Yes, but That's wouldn't a- you rather get three cheeseburgers? No, because I could get five hamburgers instead. There's no... Justifying it with this guy, he's made yeah. up his mind. He's a hamburger man. Ryan in Banks sounds. Hamburger. Ryan Ryan in Banks sounds like a tight ass, and we know a Ryan that's a tight ass. Mm, mm-hmm. Is this? Is this right? <laughs> is this right? <laughs> no, it's not Ryan. <laughs> that's exactly what Ryan would say if it was him. Hey, Tom in Belconnen, wrap this up for us, bro. Are you ordering this. the hamburger? The only good thing about the hamburger mate is the dollar dollar hamburger. Oh, just and one time. I've got 11 of them. It was the best thing I ever did, but other than that, I don't eat them. I mean, I feel like we've learnt something here as a team and as a show, and Canberra's learned something. The only reason people are buying these is because they're a buck. Yeah. that's all. Tom, are they any good? Oh, that'd be better with a bit of cheese on it. Exactly! (laughs) Exactly! (laughs) Tom, thanks so much, Tan. I'd hate to do this, but I've... Yeah, it's a thing. I'm, I get it. I've Move got to, on. I've got to hit I'm, this I'm bad boy. Devastated. It turns out it is a thing. I wonder, we should have asked one of these guys, I wonder if they're BYO cheats. Like, you get a hamburger and just put your own cheese on top of Oh, my of God, take a bigger super home. slice. You get the hamburger for a dollar and then you've just bought your own cheese. You're beating this... Oh, Taylor, I've got a really good idea. You could do that. Oh, you know what you could do? Get a friggin' cheeseburger, <laughs> you friggin' idiot. Hit 104.7.